Welcome to episode 56 of the Barman and Bevo podcast. I'm here with my uh, partner, Mike Barman. Hey, Bevo. Uh, we've got an action-packed, this will not be a short episode. There's lots to talk about, lots going on. Um, it should be uh, an hour plus of Barman and Bevo arguing over just about everything under the sun that's going on right now, except for hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, to be honest, the the times where you say we're going to have a short, a very short segment or a short short show, and you think five or fifty minutes, we ramble on for like an hour and a half somehow. It's I know this. I know this one's an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's dive in. Um, first off, uh, I posted it earlier today. I think I warned you last week. We were, we were edging ever so close to getting our 2,000 downloads. And some, sometime after we posted episode 55, we hit 2,000 downloads. So wow. congratulations. Um, thanks to everybody uh, that listens. Um, we appreciate it. You know, we've got a few very loyal listeners like Scott Patton and Ryan Krabby and, and Nick... Um, I'm drawing a blank. What's Nick's last name? Uh, Nick Luther. Nick Luther. We probably hear from the uh, Master State track <laughs> champion. He probably listens. I think he tries to not let it on that he actually does. I think he's going to be happy with tonight's content. Oh. The Ryan's uh, are in Liverpool? Potentially. Did he wear his Liverpool jersey to an Atlanta United game again? <laughs> I don't know if he's on. No, but uh, Krabby wanted to do some Champions League recaps. Uh, uh, no, it's not called... It the is Krabby not Cup, called excuse Champions me, the Krabby League Cup. anymore. It's called the Krabby Cup. From now on, this <laughs> show will refer to the UEFA Champions League as the Krabby Cup. Okay, well, we're going to do some recaps there. Um, so... Can we, have a, can we make a crusty crown, a uh, crusty crab, like... <laughs> Like trophy, and we'll superimpose it over the winners with the with the <laughs> crab with the crabby cup. <laughs> like, it should just be a beer mug. <laughs> I want to learn to make the crabby patty <laughs> with a crab on it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or like uh, how they do uh, uh, Jamie Jamie's Winston with the crab legs, like oh. Jamie stolen out of. <laughs> Did they take one of his trophies and turn it in and turn it into crab legs or something? Oh it was god, that's funny. hilarious. Yes. Um, so we were. It doing- was only day one of the UEFA. I mean, we're already 150 games into baseball season, so I'm sorry, Crabby. We're gonna have to hold off, and we'll hit we'll hit more of the highlights a we're, little bit later. We're 150 games into baseball season. I counted today. <laughs> oh, that's what I said, didn't I? Oh, maybe no. Yeah, you said, said one fifty. You said one fifty. You're right. Yeah, I said one. I knew. I knew about where we were. Um. All right. So we did some math. It took us a year to get to a thousand downloads. It only took us six months to get to two thousand. So Man, that's a good the pace. Well, that's a good sign. We're building listeners. What's the uh, What's the revenue side of the ledger look like right now? Uh, we're in the red. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not coming out of Barman's pocketbook. <laughs> Hey, I offered to cover some expenses, sir. Thank you. Oh, that that'd be nice. Just give me whatever cash you got. Yeah, PayPal. <laughs> I'm on PayPal. I'm on Venmo. <laughs> you can Apple Pay me. <laughs> whatever you want to give me. We're going to have a new ending to the show from now on. <laughs> um, all right. Well, again, thank you to everybody that listens. We appreciate it. You know. Um, we we do this, you know, we do this for us really, but it's it's we're glad to have people that listen and enjoy the show and um the comment and add content to the Ask Barman and Bevo anything segments and argue with us over Twitter and Facebook about comments I, honest, that we make about stuff honestly, we should be when talking we, about. When we started this project, we honestly thought there was absolutely no way we could run out of restaurant stories and we ran out of restaurant stories. 
Every once in a while, we remember one that we haven't talked about. But it, it is, it's absolutely amazing how quickly that part of our life, it just, it was covered and, and how, and how the new content and what we do and making new friends and, and new contacts and acquaintances, uh, even if they're on social media, there's still, there's still people in your life. You know, it's pretty, it's uh, pretty amazing that way. Um. Yeah, and it only took probably about thirty episodes, and we we're out of restaurant stories. <laughs> we're I on episode fifty-six. I thought I thought we had a restaurant story for for every episode for five years. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure. If, like just because the way that the the podcast is gone, you know, we bring one up every once in a while. But I mean, there's people we could talk about that we don't talk about. True, um, but. But we've gone through most of the best stories. I mean, we're digging, we're digging pretty middle bottom of the barrel. I mean, we haven't, we haven't talked about Heather Lopez really. Yeah. Well, did you? Uh, are you still Facebook friends with Feeney? I am. Did you? Did you see? Did you see? He's missing his Jeep after an accident. He has no <laughs> idea where it he is. found. He found it. And it has a Great Dane. It has a Great Dane on the hood. Like, he, he found it. He found it at a police department. He forgot to call. <laughs> I did. I, anytime I see Feeney pop up in the uh, in in the Facebook feed, I, I get a little bit excited and a little bit concerned. What yes, was that? Was that? That's my phone. Sorry. <laughs> was your uh, t- Tinder going off again? <laughs> <laughs> did you get? Did you get? Did you get any Tinder love from the last episode? <laughs> there is no such thing as Tinder love. Okay. At my at my age, Tinder Tinder means I want a, a, a what is it a long lasting relationship or something? <laughs> I don't know. I'm all confused. Okay. All right. But you, uh, but you knew that. Thank you, everyone. Two thousand. Will you turn your ringer off? Why are you so feisty? It's frustrating. It's distracting. Well, I cut my I cut my uh, my officiating night at the track to help. Okay. Is it off? Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you for listening. To, I don't want you to hang. I don't want you to hang up on me. Here's. The, well, I can't. Well, what, recording. What, what Sunday? What, what? What Sunday? What Sunday was that? Where? Where we got confused about when we were recording? Um, it's about two months ago. Uh, Marlowe's. Was it that long? No, you were out at um, Twain's or Twain's in the other place. Right. Um. It was like your first night off in like six weeks. <laughs> it was pretty. Um, all right. Thanks for listening to the show. We'll, we'll continue to do this for as long as we can remain friends. <laughs> 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 let's, let's, uh, let's move on to the world of cycling. Do you want to chat about, do you want to recap the Vuelta first and then we'll talk about spin the district and world championships? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, uh, Vuelta ended on Sunday. Yep. We, where we left off, uh, I believe stage 18 was the last stage we talked about. We have, uh, 19, 20 and 21. Um, it seems, uh, based on what I, how I was following the, the final stages, it seems like it was like kind of a come from behind victory, uh, Definitely. for the overall winner. We'll talk about stage 19. Um, uh, Pino with a win. Um, it was a great ride. Um, took off. It was. It, it was a. It was really the state. The the stage that really set that really set it up for Simon Yates to to achieve what he needed to achieve to win the to win the race. And it was it was really really ballsy. About, you know, Movie Star was trying to do the Team Sky thing where they were going to burn off all all the other teammates to Simon Yates and then try to counter attack and counter attack. And I believe Quintana was in the break and all that kind of stuff. And, and it just all blew up in their face all at once. It was, it was painful to watch. I I hate to see teams, teams without the strongest racer really don't need to be doing a whole bunch of work at the front. Uh, And I remember you saying that during the tour, Sky was out in front for absolutely no reason. Really no reason except for the fact that, some director sportif or team manager was like, no, we're paying you this much. You need to be on the front of the race. Um, 
So Pino wins the stage. Yates moves up Val, uh, ahead of Valverde. So that, does that put Yates into second or into first? That puts Yates uh, a minute, one minute thirty eight seconds ahead of Valverde in the red jersey. In the, well, he's had the red jersey for okay. a, a couple. Of or days. keeps he keeps the red jersey. Yeah, he just gains time 20, on Valverde. It was only twenty seconds, and then he lost. He lost eight seconds in one of the stages, and it was down to twenty one or twenty two seconds. And then boom, it went right went right out to one thirty eight. So very impressive. Stage stage twenty, quick step. Wow, another win for quick step on the season. Enric well, Moss. This is a 20, 23 year old Spaniard in 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 Enrique. I don't believe he has an O at the end of his name. I think it's Enrique Moss. Okay. And and actually Miguel Angel Lopez just tried to win the race as best he could and tried to get everybody to crack and had a fantastic ride. Both the two are under 25 years old, and Valverde could barely hold on. He was just trying to keep it together to stay on the podium and just couldn't. And uh, it was great to see some really, really good, solid racing from the top contenders. And you could really, I think I've mentioned this before, you know, I remember watching Tour de France's in the late 80s, and and especially in the late 80s where, like the top four in the GC would be in the break together or the top five in the GC would be in the break together. Cause those were the five strongest riders. And that's what this kind of reminded me of again is, is really the top five, six or six riders, the strongest riders in the, in the race were at the front. And that really, to me shows, shows that the, the sport itself is, is, is writing itself and getting more back to where every athlete has an opportunity to win a stage if you're entered in the race, you have an opportunity to win the stage, which is, for me is is so much more enjoyable to watch than just watching seven guys on the front drilling it. So someone has an opportunity to win the stage. Um, stage 21. Uh, I'm assuming this was a flatter stage. That's how I Viviani wins. Yeah, that, that, uh, he outsprinted um, Sagan uh, pretty easily, kept Sagan from winning the uh, – the uh, winning the stage of the Vuelta or uh, winning again in the in the World Championships jersey. So, um, Sagan didn't really have a great Vuelta. No, he was he's trying to prepare and get himself light enough, and and he's trying to defend his World Championship jersey, which is coming up in Innsbruck, uh, Austria, not this weekend, but the following weekend. So overall, Yates. Wins the the Vuelta, um, a big comeback, especially considering he lost the Giro. Um, well, as you said, it's really good to see clean racing. Um, yeah, it's you know, Valverde is an interesting situation because he looked really strong in the first two weeks, and then as these stages go by, it seems like he wore himself out or wore down. Yes, definitely. Um, but you know, a guy that age, you know, that's going to happen, and especially considering he rode the Tour de France as well, right? Um, interesting what you have here about Thomas and Yates. Well, they're both, and and the Australians do this a lot, also. Um, you know, track is a great identifier. Track racing is a great identifier for cycling talent. Um, Valverde is actually a track cyclist at one time when he was a junior and such, because the racing is a little bit shorter. So, or the, um, so you don't have to prepare for three or four hour stages. So it really kind of identifies top talent like that. And both Garrett Thomas and Simon and Adam Yates are fantastic track racers and kind of honed their racing abilities there and then went on to a road career slash now becoming grand tour champions. Um, it's really interesting, you know, three, three British riders over the, um, three British riders, uh, winning grand, the grand tours this year, um, Froome being the least liked of the three, uh, and then, and then two, two track cyclists. So uh, even though there were two sky wins, I, I feel like it was a very balanced year and I feel like the racing is really coming together and is more exciting and is more fair to all riders thinking that feeling like they have a possibility to win a stage in a grand tour, win a grand tour, win a world tour race, uh, pro continental teams thinking that they can thinking that they can 
believing that they can win stages uh, against world tour teams. And I think that's important for cycling. I, I mean, I would agree. I mean, it's, um, it, here's the thing I like. If you look at the last five grand tours, Chris Froome rode in three of them. Yes. Okay. He essentially won those three as well. Then you have him. He finished second in the, the Tour de France, correct? Right. Uh, he loses ultimately loses to his teammate. The guy who finished second in the in 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 Italy to him wins the Tour of, of Vuelta. Um, right. So, I mean, and then you've got Dumoulin, who wasn't in this race, who finished did well in in the Tour de France, and you've got a really nice group of guys that could compete and possibly, you know, we could see over the next year, two years, three or four or five different guys winning. Oh grand, yeah. Grand tours. Right. You know, it, it's, um, and winning them clean for the most part, cleanly. Right. So, uh, I, I feel that way. I feel, you know, I think in the old, in the old, in the old way of feeling things, I think before the time trial, everyone would have been geeked up with their microdosing slash transfusions and that. And I really thought that we saw an honest time trial in the middle of a grand tour. You know, yes, Rohan Dennis was saving himself. He won the stage. Uh, Joey Roscoff, congratulations, got a second place. But those GC riders, you could see how tired they were and, and, and that they were just trying to minimize their losses, which, which, kind of helps the uh, someone who uh, who's emotionally a more hardened athlete or someone who wants to win it more win the race um so we got the world champs in about a week and a half in austria right what what should we expect here i mean are we going to see another peter sagan world championship are we going to see somebody you know possibly <sighs> overtake him or you know there, what ev- and then what events are there? Well, the world, the world championships, uh, for the last time, um, uh, because Brian Cookson lost the, the presidency of the UCI, uh, there is a team, the team time trial, the domestic team time trial, uh, which has riders from all nations racing, um, racing against, uh, as their trade team. So it'd be the last time. BM- BMC is the current, is the current champion. Uh, usually, Quick Step is up there. Um, Sometimes Michelin Scott is up there. Uh, so you, so that race starts on Sunday. Then you get more into the individual time trials on Wednesday and Thursday, depending on age group, juniors, under twenty three, elites, uh, and then the women of all three of those. And then you get into the road races starting Friday and Saturday, and it culminates with the men's road race, which I believe is going to be probably about 235 or 240 K. Wow. Yeah. Um, so it's a real deal. I mean, that's why it's the end of the season. 240 K. That's insane. That's like two, two long tour stages. Right. Wow. It's, okay. It, you, are you, it's on the, on the end of uh, one of the last, uh, on the, one of the distances of the most distance that you can, that you can have in a tour stage. Should we expect any surprises? No. It's no. all Valverde wants to win because it's not in his Palmieri's. Uh, Nibley wants to win because he hasn't been a world champion. Sagan wants to be the four, a four time world champion. It's going to be battle Royale. It's going to be a great race. Well, nothing much out of Nibley here in the Vuelta either. Did he finish? Did him, he... Richie Port wants to win this race. Um, which is probably not going to happen because he's probably going to crash in the first 10k and things <laughs> like up and sit on a round on a roundabout on a yeah who knows. Um, all right, we got spin the district coming up this weekend Thursday night. You've got the handlebar crawl. Handlebar crawl. It doesn't. It, you can ride down. Uh, you don't have to ride necessarily, but if you want to come down, have a beer with barman. Um, we've got a lot of spin the district. The shirts are available for sale. Um, drumming up, uh, drumming up, um, uh, excitement for the upcoming events and just getting to know the people. So, uh, love to have anybody that wants to come out at both beer girl or corner tavern down in Haightville. Um, just trying to set up a great weekend and make sure everyone has a good time. How much are the shirts? I believe they're only $10, Mike. 
The t-shirts? Yes. Okay. Um, and where can, if, if they don't make it down to the handlebar crawl, can they Facebook you? Can they order them online? They'll be available all weekend. Okay. Um, so Friday at the track, Saturday in Hate Billigan, and then Sunday in College Park. If anybody can't make it to any of the events, just let us know, and either Mike or myself, and we'll put one aside for you, and, and we'll get it to you somehow. Um, somehow, some way. So Right. Um, all right. Definitely do that. And then it'll be more about what, what might be left over or such. Um, so, you know, I, I, you know, I love to take care of my friends and, and, but this is more of an event where you need to come down and, and participate if you want a t-shirt. So Friday night at the velodrome, correct? Yes, correct. Saturday is the Hapeville Criterium. Correct. Sunday is the college park, criterium. college park criterium. Yep. All and then you can hit up www.spinthedistrict.com. It's got all the Google links that'll show you everything that's going on. If you want to volunteer, um, there's a uh, uh, links there and um, please come on out. Friday, the festivities start at seven. Right. Thir Sunday, they start at nine 30. I think is what you told me last yep. week. And then Sunday they start same time. Right. And you'll have racing. Well, every... Sunday's a little bit later. Sunday's at 11. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, we're trying to let kind of church roll out and that. And then we can't start serving beer until 1230 anyways. And you're going to have junior racing, masters racing, women's groups, and then men's as well. Right. Correct? Right. All, all the groups will be eligible or we'll have races right okay i'm gonna try and make it friday i've got just waiting on my parents to find out when they're coming to town but oh, if i, I totally make, understand if they can make it if they're coming in friday if they're not coming in friday i'll be down there friday right so um anything else we need to plug for spin the district no just come on out and have a good time There's it's gonna, gonna be, be a lot of fun Two different yeah. styles of racing. I mean, the weather looks fantastic. Uh, Wayne and I have worked our butts off for a long time. Um, you know, just just come out and support folks that, that are supporting the cycling, you know? All right, let's move on to football. Football. Atlanta United. Uh, did you catch the Colorado game? Saturday afternoon? No, I didn't see any. I didn't see any of it. I, I, was, I actually forgot they were playing. I was watching it on my iPad as I was watching five other football games. <laughs> you mean? Uh, and the only reason I was watching, watching it is I, I did football games. I did throw eleven dollars on Atlanta games. United at the last minute to win. <laughs> um, right. All right, so I'll go through this pretty quickly. Um, dominant performance again. Yeah, Col I heard uh, Altamira had like three uh, three goals. You mean Al Marone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Al Marone had, I believe, two goals. Is that a liqueur? Al did we already have this discussion? What did you call it? Altamita? I called it uh, Altamira is the Fuji climbing bike uh, model. <laughs> <laughs> um. Almiron had two goals. I believe Villiaba had the third one. Um, Martinez assisted on a couple or one. Colorado's bottom of the bottom of the league standings in the West, or second or third to last. Right. Um, you know, it was clear that Atlanta came out after the bye week, rested, focused, ready to go, and they just put it on them in the first half. Three nothing. Man. Ends up being the final. Um they're they're playing tomorrow night. It's kind of a short turnaround. They they're out in San Jose. Well, they had like two and a half weeks off. Yeah, I mean that they, they had maybe more than that. It was probably like you you're right. It was it was around Yeah, I didn't want to say 3 weeks, but it was more than 2. It was like 15 somewhere between 15 and 17. It was a really odd long break. But um like like we said last week there were some international friendlies that some of the guys were playing in, so um Tomorrow night, 
late. So I'm going to watch the game Thursday. Um, Atlanta United in San Jose. Good news. This morning, San Jose fired their coach and their assistant coach. <laughs> oh, dude, they're going to rally, dude. Just like Orlando four, rallied. Four wins on the year for San Jose. And the top of top of the league coming in against bottom of the league. This one's Man. bet with Bevo. <laughs> Man. This is a bet with Bevo dream come true. Atlanta United favored by one, minus 119. So that means basically if you bet $12, you win 10 uh, and some change. Um, I'll say that I put it out on the – I didn't know if we were going to do this tonight, so I put it out early just so I could get it in. Um, Bevo's gambling account is up and running, and he put a lot of money on this game. So, um, Champions League. Let me pull up my Champions League page. Is it the Krabby Cup? I'm sorry. I I, I called it by its wrong name. The Krabby Cup started today. Yes. There was a big slate of games, I think. Group stage, match day, one of six. Okay. Uh, I'm going to run through these pretty quick. Barcelona defeats PSV Eindhoven for nothing. Inter Milan over Tottenham 2-1. Dortmund Damn, over really? Club Club Bruges 1-0. Porto and Schalke 04 tied 1-1. Atletico Madrid 2 Monaco 1. The Georgia State Masters Champions 3 PSG 2. Damn. For those who don't know, that's Liverpool. <laughs> uh, Red Star Belgrade, Napoli tied 0 0. I'm going to sneeze. Hold on a second. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. I'm not sure. Uh, are you going to cut that out? No, I'm not going to. Are you kidding me? Editing? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, I'm going to butcher this one. Galas- Galatasaray 3, Locomotive Moscow 0. I Who haven't we offended in the world? I don't even know where that team's from. How do they get in the Krabby Cup? Don't you have to win They're, something to get in the Krabby Cup? Turkey. We offended Turkey. Put them on the list. Can you not be a winner and just like buy your way into the championship? <laughs> tomorrow you've got a large slate of games as well. Um, oh, your favorite team's playing the Young Boys. Um, they must be friends with the wild boys (laughs) all right tomorrow's tomorrow's games Ajax over AEK uh, Shakhtar Donetsk versus Hoffenheim man we're doing awful those I'm not far off on that one oh really I'm not far off it sounded horrible Real Madrid versus Roma what's his name's favorite team we haven't talked about him in a while. Uh, he popped it back up on my Twitter feed the other day. Oh, did he? Yeah. Was he bitching you out? No, he was actually talking about something else. Uh, Valencia versus Juventus. Benefica versus Bayern Munich. Pizan versus CSKA Moscow. Man City versus Lyon. And Young Boys versus Man United. <laughs> Young Boys. Young Boys. I don't Where are they from? It's got to be some Scandinavian... Young boys, young boys. They're in a division with Valencia and Juventus and Man United. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't... Where are they from? Uh BSC Young Boys. What? I've never heard of them. They might... Maybe they're Russian or something. I don't know. Oh, no. They're Swiss. Oh. Swiss Cup semifinal. Damn. They must be the Swiss Cup champions. Do you have to be a champion to get in the Krabby Cup? I don't believe you do because there's three British teams, there's three Italian teams, there's three at least three Spanish teams. So you buy your way in. I think you have to win certain. We'll have to. Ryan Crabby can or he can explain it better to us. I mean, I really only watch once they get through the group stage and maybe some of the 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 playoff games. Why doesn't Um, an MLS team get invited? They're not good enough. Not yet. No. Well, there is that what the Master State Champion says, or is that what? No, that's there's no teams from over on this side of the the planet on over there. 
Because it's Europe, European. It's United European Football Association. Right. So it's only European teams. And I believe there is a similar tournament over here. And Atlanta United might, if they win the cup, they might get invited to that. Right. So, um, anything you want to talk about as far as the that? Because you and I don't have a lot of. We I'm not. Have a enough, I don't have I'm not a big European. I don't watch a lot of the games in, unless they need something. I, I do don't have time to. Yeah, <laughs> I do sometimes. Um, um, I do sometimes like to watch the games because I love the precision of the passing. Um, and, and that, but I just don't have time and I don't have any team. I don't, I, I don't like Manchester United. I don't like Manchester city. I don't, I, 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 I have zero passion for any of those teams in any of those leagues. That's kind of the, the same boat I'm in. It's just, I just don't, with the, the amount of football watching I do baseball and hockey season starting. I barely have time for that stuff. So, right. unfortunately, I'll I'll catch the later matches, but you know those don't happen till the spring. I mean, this it's starting now, and the finals are in May or April. And it's almost bad as the hockey season. It's longer. It might be longer. So it might be. Well, they take the break, national team breaks, and all that kind of breaks. Right. And, um, um, it's understandable, but it, it's weird. NFL. Lots of stories to talk about. Uh, we'll start with the Falcons. What did you think? Uh, I enjoyed the game. I thought they played well. I thought the defense played well. Uh, it was good to see the running game. Um, the you know, running, game, running game without uh, Freeman looked fantastic. Well, like every other team has proven. I mean, every every drafted running back, can, if you have proper holes, can hit those holes. I mean, it, it, you don't have to be you don't have to be Levon Bell in order to make in in order to hit those holes. Did he change his name? <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, Is it Lavarius Bell? N- Le'Veon. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, you know, it, it was it it was good it was good to see. You know, the Philadelphia defense is so is very 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 good, and I hated to see people complain about the quality of the football of the very first game of the season on a Thursday night between the Eagles and the, and the Falcons, because I mean, it's the very first week of football. Yeah. I, 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 and, and like the Falcons were saying, you can't really judge our, our, our red zone offense upon one game against the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, they have a whole NFC North uh, schedule ahead of them, which, is which they can score easily in within the 20. So that was good. I thought they looked great. Um, uh, I watched, I saw most of the game cause it was on the TV next to the Packers game. Um, the one thing I didn't, uh, I wanted to comment on was the, you stop leaning back. You're squeaking quite a bit. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to upset Andy Bailey. Um, the hit on Cam Newton. Dirty. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure that young man regrets doing that. And, yes. And, and and you can kind of see the thought process going on in his head. He's like, oh, shoot. You know, I made a mistake. And it's Cam Newton. And how do I apologize to him now without letting my own team down? And and like Cam said, you know, he, he got what he deserved. And 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 he left the game. I think I think I think Carolina thought they would have a much easier time against the third and fourth string safeties. Um and I thought they were kind of happy about it, but once again Cam showed Cam and yep. he just can't he just can't get out of his own way, you know. It's just it, he reminds me of Michael Vick so much it makes me sick to my stomach to watch him play. <laughs> he really does. I mean I mean, he wants to rally the team, and he acts like this, and and I I, I know you couldn't hear any of the sound. Um, yeah, it could from from the Falcons game. Yeah, it was on. Oh, what it was awful. I mean, they were they were Greg Williams. Is he the old? Is he's the wide receiver with the? Was he with the Packers? Greg Williams. 
Greg Williams was the old D- defensive coordinator with the Saints. No, well, I'm mixing them up, but I mean, he was such a Cam fan that it was, oh. just, and everything Cam did was so great, and 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 it's like we've seen this for years, man. Yeah, we've seen it for years. You know, what, was it a proper hit? No. Was it against the rules? Yes. Uh, did he get penalized? Yes. Is he going to get fined? Yes. Um, you know, thankful that Cam Newton wasn't injured. Yes. Um, that concussion pro- protocol went through pretty quickly too. That's the other thing I noticed. Yeah. And it was, <clears throat> I don't think he was necessarily concussed, but. It, was he pulling a Neymar? Well, I didn't want, I didn't want Cam to go out of the game because I didn't want Carolina to be, to be able to say, well, the reason we lost was because, because Cam was out of the game. No, you lost because of Cam, or part of the reason you lost was because of Cam, and and your defense was porous, and you know they were, just, and then even on defense they're like Luke Keekley never misses a tackle, and and they just and like the third string running back Smith like totally jukes the jukes the guy out, and it's like, oh, I just wish they would announce the game. Yeah, don't project, don't project, don't sell don't me on to, Cam Newton. I don't need to know what you think is good. I, I don't, you know, yeah. no one's, no one's better than their last play. That's the, that's the nice thing about watching cycling coverage is, is they, they're only talking about the action that happens on the field. They're not talking about who Pino is dating. They're not talking about how hot McCarron's girlfriend is in the stands. They're not talking about, you know, they're just talking about bike racing. Right. Let's just, let's just talk about, let's just talk about the play, the play that is happening what might possibly happen in the, in the future, and let's move on. Um, I'm going to move on to Packers-Vikings. I'm sure you didn't see any of this game. Uh, it was it, the They were showing quite a bit of it. I was at home for the Falcons game catching up on Spin the District stuff, so um, they had quite a bit, they had quite a bit of, of that game in. So... For back for those who don't know, and I think most of you do at this point, back to back weeks in the NFL, we get a tie. A game finishes in a tie. Well, they um, moved the, it's not fifteen minutes any longer. I didn't realize it till I read an article that it's ten minutes now. So, who's it going to be next week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and 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 because of this game, we had I think three kickers got fired this week. Yes, Browns, oh. Vikings, and oh, definitely. Uh, Vikings definitely cut their kicker. Browns definitely cut their kicker. And somebody else did. I can't remember who it was. Maybe. Maybe. the right. I can't remember. It was somebody else got canned. Um, Packers Vikings ended in a tie. Um, I think because of the tie, we're going to see an OT rule change coming next year. Do we. Is is the college football overtime the way to go, or is there a tweak? No, I, I like the NFL overtime. I don't have a problem with ties. You know, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with ties. I do. And if there's more of them, there's more of them. You know why I have a problem with ties? Why? You play to win the game. Yeah, but but w- kicking, winning the coin toss, and having two twenty-yard passes, and kicking a field goal. But you don't. Winning, you don't win not, that way. Not anymore. Right, but, but you did. I, I mean, I, I think they need to go back to the fifteen minutes uh, and keep everything else the same, or just make it sudden death. No, I, I'm I'm totally I'm good with the tie. Totally. Yeah, good. I, I I disagree. I don't like ties. I mean, it's to me there's because we we rarely see them in football, uh, or at least we rarely used to see them in football. I mean, how many? Typically, there was one tie every couple seasons. Now we've had two in two weeks. Um, so it's a bit, to me, it's a bit disheartening. Um, did you see the roughing the quarterback call? The Clay Matthews call? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know in what league. That, that, wasn't even, that wasn't even roughing the passer in flag football. <laughs> I was like. Okay. <laughs> that was awful. So. if I don't know. I don't know why that referee felt. Like he had to make that call, like he was protecting someone. I don't. I don't know what that was. So that rule changed as well. And I, so when I saw it, I was like, "How is that roughing the passer?" I don't understand it. 
But as I got explained the rule on Sunday night by whoever the guy is on NBC. The – it starts with a P. Florio. Is it? Yeah. Pereira's on Fox. Oh, sorry. So apparently there's a burping rule that's been – Well, edited. I guess in, in, in real action they felt like Clay Matthews had picked him up. But when you right. when you watch it in slow motion, it doesn't look that way, which is kind of odd because usually slow motion exaggerates your actions. Right. And so, and and I agree. When I saw it in live action, it did look like he picked him up a little bit. But watching him in slow motion, it kind of looked. He just, it's just it his like, momentum. And it, it really wasn't like he he didn't even try to drive him into the ground or anything. I mean, for years we've seen a thousand times worse than this. Okay. So here's here's my question to you. If mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins doesn't throw the ball there, is it it's a, and he sacks him, what's is there a call? No. So how is that roughing the passer? <laughs> you know, that's Well, that's what that's I'm my saying. I mean, with the rule. <clears throat> Correct. Um so listen, did the ref make the right call? Absolutely. He he, he made the call according to the rule book. In fact, they're even even sending that video out to every team as an example of this is what not to do because of this specific part of the rule. Right. So it's going out to every team. Um, I, so in, in our notes here, I wrote there's an overtime rule coming next year, and I believe there's now going to be a roughing the quarterback call uh, rule change coming because of this. It, it you basically got a tie because of this 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 penalty. Well, what's wrong with a tie? I have issues with ties. I don't want ties. Well, then Green Bay should have kicked the field goal. They did. They should have kicked more. They made four field goals in the game. How many did he miss? One. Well, he still has a job. They they scored a defensive touchdown. Aaron Rodgers threw one touchdown pass, and Mason Crosby went four for five kicking field goals. Aaron Rodgers looked really good for a bum knee. He looked really good in the first half and average in the second half. Oh. Well, that's cool. I guess the painkillers not wear off after He's a while. not Brett Favre. He's not hooked on painkillers. <laughs> He's not showing little Aaron to anyone? You should have seen the Dom Capers defense, what he had mapped up. It was awesome. Dude, dude, the Packers defense was awful. Uh, looked good in the first half, bad in the second half. Well, I guess, I guess you know, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings are uh, definitely an above-average offense. And they seem to scheme really well, so I'm sorry. I should probably take some of that back. They they looked overmatched at times on certain plays. Without a doubt, they looked like totally lost. Like (laughs) without a doubt. (laughs) So, so well. The the problem was the, and I say this about a lot of teams. When teams lose, typically their defense is on the field too much, and that's what happened to Green Bay. They they. They didn't. They, well, they had, at the start of the Falcons game, um, very similar. You know, they really had to flip that. If that if that Falcons defense had if they if they had one more sustained drive, that Falcons defense might have been done in right. that, in that first to second quarter. Right. But the offense picked it back up because right. they knew, you know they lost their sa- their third string safety. Um, you know, and, and that's what team football is about. So. Um. We'll talk about our Browns. They lost a heartbreaker. They at one heartbreaker. Point, at one, I can point, only imagine Sean Payton's face. <laughs> uh, they had a chance to take the lead late and miss the extra point. <laughs> oh, that poor kicker. Uh, uh, so eighteen, eighteen. I believe New Orleans came down and either scored a touchdown or kicked a field goal late to win the game. Um, it almost went to overtime. Um, Defensively, they look great. They were given, they were winning that game most of the game. I guess he missed another two or three field goals during the game. I mean, at halftime it was six to three. At one point right. it was twelve to three. Um, I believe the final score is twenty-one to eighteen or twenty-three to eighteen. I can't remember. Um, but uh, I have high hope. I still have high hopes. I, th- I think they can. No, still... I mean, well, I mean, they're playing well. Whenever you go into New Orleans and you play New Orleans straight up, that's a good game. Yes, they're um, they're, they're tough to play at home, and the second you get that, they the Browns did a great job. Yes, 
I still think they need to change their quarterback. They might they might need to, but like they learned at Buffalo, you know, not losing the game is just as important as winning a game. And so, you know, Tyrod Taylor does a great job of not losing. Man, your segues are dynamite. Thanks. On to the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Woo! How you like that? Unbelievable. Uh, awful, 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 unwatchable football. Would you agree? Uh, I, I can't even watch the replays. I feel so bad for that team. It was so bad. It was so bad that Vontae Davis took his jersey off and retired at halftime. It wasn't necessarily all about the team. He was disappointed he wasn't playing to his, I agree. his level either. I agree with what he did. He felt like he wasn't there helping the team. He was actually hindering them, and he did the right thing. It's just a very odd story, and it's never happened before. So, you know, it was going to be right. a long. It was going to be a long season, regardless. You know, so right. it is what it is. Uh, I believe the Bills have. <laughs> I believe they're up against maybe the Bucks this week. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> or they're up against the 2 0 team. So, oh, no, they're playing the Vikings. Oh, geez. The spread is 17 points right now. Right. That's too wow. big. Wow. That's too big. No, not, they're imploding. Yeah. Um, They'll still win a game or two by the end of the season once they get things sorted out. But I'll take, I'll take that bet. Ooh. The usual. Oh, even in sync, the shake. <laughs> um, your Buccaneers. Hey, you can't pin the Lions and the Buccaneers on me when I root for the Falcons. Who's worse, the Lions or the Bills? The Bills. I, I, I'll stop calling them. Well, listen, we know your history. You were a Lions fan, then you were a Buccaneers fan. Now you're a Falcons fan. Yes. But I'm still going to call them your bucks. Okay. They looked awesome. <laughs> they do look really good. They're fun to watch. They're really loose. <laughs> 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 Does Jameis Winston come off suspension? Does he get his job back? Hell no, he's not getting his job back. <laughs> Is Jameis a Buccaneer by the end of the season? No. Where is no he playing? Game. Miami? No, the Bills. <laughs> no, they've already had a, a quarterback from Florida State. They're not taking another one. Well, I mean, it might be the only thing available that could help their team. And he could definitely help the Bills be better. Did you see Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick's post-game interview? Yes. Your thoughts? I thought he was having fun. It was good. To, it was good Absolutely. He was making fun of himself. He was he was having fun with his teammates. He was he's just having fun. He's enjoying the moment, and and that's hard to beat. You know yeah. that's that's really hard to beat. You know, yeah, it was it was it was entertaining. If you haven't watched it, go and watch uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's post game interview from this week. He comes out in um, Deshaun Jackson's clothes, <laughs> gold chains, sunglasses, and he's very. Yeah, he's the backup quarterback for the Buccaneers. He's very arrogant and sarcastic, and it's very funny. And the, the man went to Harvard, so he's a smart man. Um, or one would think he's a smart man. So Right. Um, late on Saturday, there was news that the Browns were going to cut Josh Gordon. Yep. Um, Monday afternoon, he was traded to the New England Patriots. Like, they need any more help. Right. Your thoughts on this move? I thought I had actually discussed this with you. The only place I thought he could go to would be Oakland or, or New England. Well, it was looking like Dallas was trying to get him too. Yeah, but I, I th those were the only two places that I thought he could go. Um, this whole story behind how he got hurt. Did you read? Did you read about that? No, I, I knew he came in with a hamstring injury on Saturday after practice. So I was reading about it. I read I, I read a story about it today. Um, 
somebody, one of the news reporters in Cleveland posted this. So I don't know if it's entirely true, but it, it sounds relatively. He told the team he was going to do this promotional shoot. What ended up happening was he did a 90 minute workout, you know, doing drills and stuff and pulled his hamstring during the drill, running the 40 yard dash. And it was all, oh, what, all, he was, all he was filming was like a hype video for Twitter or Instagram. He pulled a hamstring for a wow. Yep. And I, I you know, at this point, hey, I, I agree with what they did. This guy's been a menace. Oh uh, yeah, he's he's got problems. Yeah. So um I there was rumors on Saturday that maybe he had showed up to the team facility drunk or high, but it sounds like this is no, more it, no, they were disappointed he came in with a hamstring injury. Yeah. That's understandable. And he came in, apparently he had a, a knack of coming in late, so. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you get paid that much money and you come to work late. Right. And you only got to show up for about 25, 25 weeks. I mean, it's like a bartender that's going to make $400 and they're not coming in and setting their bar up or anything. Right. It's like, who the hell you think you are? You're right. making more money than the general manager and the assistant manager combined at night. Right. <laughs> what, what, what problem do you have? Um... College football, two teams in the top 10 lost, Wisconsin and Auburn, both at home. Um, didn't look very good for either one of them. Um, no. Notre Dame beat Vanderbilt, barely didn't cover the spread. Um, they've looked average every week, Notre Dame. Right. Uh, they've got Wake Forest this weekend. Um I suspect the win by less than seven. <laughs> Again, um, doesn't look very good on offense, but they they look okay on defense. Uh, Al, did you catch any of the Alabama game? You were no, probably, I you didn't. were working. Yeah, I didn't. Al, I don't Alabama, waste my time Alabama. Alabama gives up a seventy-five yard touchdown on the first play of the game, and then <laughs> scores fifty-nine consecutive points. <laughs> Pure luck, huh? Oh my god. Um, OK State upsets Boise. Texas upsets USC. Uh, uh, got some bad news for you. The fighting, oh. the fighting Herms go down to San Diego State in an upset. Uh-oh. They didn't play to win the game. <laughs> they, they didn't play. They just got outplayed. They got outplayed by San Diego State, unfortunately. But, hey, two and one. Commendable what he's doing there. I didn't think That's he had right. it in him. I know. It's all um, good. I don't know. I didn't look at the matchups for this weekend. I don't think there's anything major. Typically, we don't get any good games here. You know, there's one or two. I think think that the primetime game is Oregon-Stanford. Uh, Oregon um, right. But it's like they're just in, both in the top 20. Stanford might be in the top 10. I'm not sure. I don't care about any of that past yeah. 12 crap. Yeah. Um, I guess UCLA has lost three in a row. Yeah, the Chip Kelly era has not started off well. Nebraska's lost their first two games. That the new coaches aren't doing very well. Um, at anywhere, the, anywhere. Yeah, I mean, anywhere. Florida State lost to uh, Syracuse. Yeah, that's tough. Going into Syracuse though, right? That's that's tough. The hottest place on earth to play. Georgia Tech has lost three in a row, and they're about to play Clemson next Saturday. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Oh, that's why Clemson played Georgia Southern. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a page out of the old Georgia book. Yep. Um, Georgia worry, Georgia Tech isn't executing as well as Georgia Southern, so they don't. I thought Georgia Tech won their first game, or did they they lose their first game? Oh uh, well, it might have been Austin P or something. Sorry. I thought they blew the doors off whoever they played. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. They might be one and two. Um, my bad. No worries. Um, MLB. I texted you the other day. The Indians' magic number is zero. I don't want to hear anything about. They're in that. the playoffs. That's good. One last run for the old chief. They can't beat the Red Sox anyway. One last run for the old chief. They can't beat the Red Sox. There's no possible. They split way. a four-game series with them last time they played them. The the the, the Red Sox were up in the division by like twelve games. Twelve. Come on. I think they were 14. fourteen at that point. Now it's eleven. Yeah. So, um, sorry. 
Boston and Boston and Cleveland are the only teams right now that have clinched with just about ten to thirteen games left for everybody. Right. But the divisions are tighter everywhere else. True. I mean, Cle- Cleveland's still the only team over five hundred in their in their division. That's pretty I'm, kind of impressive. <sighs> no, it's not. It's just bad baseball in that division. Bad, bad baseball. Ouch. Um. So it's looking like Braves in. Astros in. I don't know who the thir- fourth team is going to be in the AL. It's probably either the Yankees or... The A's have been coming on strong. Okay. I was going to say the Yankees or the A's. The uh, A's are actually going to get that spot, I think. It looks like the Cubs are in first, and I don't know who's winning the Central. I'm assuming it's St. Louis? No, it's... No, the Cubs are in the Central. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Who's the Western division there? Uh, actually, Giants, the... Uh, oh, be the Dodgers, the right? No, the Rockies are actually a couple of games. They, it's a three-way tie between the Rockies and the Dodgers and not San Francisco, but um, Arizona. Right. Um. Did we? Get, I don't think we got any questions for Ask Barman and Beefo anything. I don't think we did. Just the Krabby question. Just the Krabby to cover the uh, Krabby Cup. The Krabby Cup. Um. No Nick Luther. He was celebrating his big win. Yes. Congratulations, Definitely. Nick. For those who don't know, Nick Nick wrote a program for the government that got picked up. Something about tariffs. Good for Nick. Yep. Um, what's going on with Trump? Is he in trouble? Uh, we don't talk politics on this show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I said this was going to be a long one. It's under an hour. I, I knew something weird was gonna happen. Did you did you see the did you see did you see the meme about presidents and and um convictions? No. Let's see if I can pull this up. I saw the meme where they labeled all the people that President Trump has nominated for positions where they've sexually abused women. Oh my gosh. Including this really? guy that they nominated for the Supreme Court. Wow. Yeah, it was like it was like eight or nine people. It's not good. Let's see. Well, you can't really believe a meme in me anyways. Right. But I mean besides Nixon, he's probably has the most people that have been convicted <laughs> or tried or that he's been associated with. It doesn't look good. Uh, all right, I'll recap bet with Bevo. Last week I went with Barcelona. They won two to one or three to two. Spread was one, so it's a push. That puts Bevo at eight zero and four on the year, I believe. Let's see what I had last week. Oh no, nine zero and four. Wow. Um. That was the only game I did last week because uh, uh, I didn't do any research on any other stuff. Uh, I don't have RJ's picks for this week yet, but I'll put them up when I get them. Uh, he went one and one this past weekend on pro football. Um, nice. Yeah, so he's three and one on the year. Uh, I've got Atlanta United tomorrow night, minus one. Take it. It's a lock. Knock on wood. Um, should should be uh, at least a two goal victory, if not more. Um, hopefully, I, I, like I said, I, the, the Bevo account is up and running. It's in the it's in the it's in, in the, the black. It's in the positive right now. It's better than the Barman and Bevo podcast account. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but that should come crashing down soon. <laughs> In spectacular fashion. Wow. So, Drew. You Drew college football. You just got to lay off the college football, bro. Yes. I took a – let's put it this way. I was at 200. I started with 200. Going into college football last weekend, I was 270. So, how do you get Luigi $200 anyways? I was, I've always wanted to know this. Credit card. Oh. Luigi takes credit cards? Yeah. No, it, it's online. It's not a bookie. Oh. It's, it's I thought book- you had to go through like Luigi – 
bookmaker.eu. I've gotten four emails from them telling me to buy Bitcoin. I'm like, screw, what? Come on. From the from the bookkeeper.eu? Yeah. Bookmaker. Isn't it illegal for an American to use an American bank to put money into a bookmaker account in the EU? <laughs> it came across as a men's version <laughs> on my credit card statement. I'll give you $100 right now if you remember what would come across if you went to the ATM at the Cheetah. <sighs> Is it the restaurant there? <clears throat> Not quite. I don't know that I've ever used my credit card there. Uh-huh. <laughs> now Did you remember? I don't I'm, I'm well I'm, we've been last time I went there I was with you for Greg's bachelor party. <laughs> well if I remember right that I, used to, that, used that to I threw together across, in a half an hour. It used to come across as like IFH International. That sounds right. So you'd have this weird you'd just have this weird credit card amount and it always had like the, the fee associated with it, like the two dollar fee or or whatever the, for the The Pink Pony money. comes up as the like PP Museum in yes, Joe Bar or something like there that. There you go. That was going to be that was going to be the next one, but that that was only on Sunday nights. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the name of the restaurant there? I can't even remember the name of that. Um, oh, only order the only order the chicken tenders. Only order the no the steak. The good. They've got a really nice restaurant there. Uh, at the Cheetah. Yeah, I know it's. Uh, uh, Fluvia. Ah, um, uh, yeah, that's close. Yes. Fluvia, Flavia. Alluvia. Alluvia. Alluvia, something like that. You know, you know, uh, Annunziata is yelling right now into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember. Um, Didn't we have a cook that worked for us at Stool Pigeons that used to work there? Yes, there is that. And then. What's his name? Was Rob? Maybe. Yes, Roderick or Rob. Yeah, I can't remember. Ro- I think it was Roderick. Um, but then our original at Stool Pigeons when I first got there, the original um, Atlanta Bev, uh, the the um, the Budweiser distributor, the the rep for them actually became the Jack Daniels rep, like not United, but just Jack. Right. And so, just like you inviting me, just like you inviting me to the bachelor party, he if he was short on people to take on Friday afternoon for lunch, he would give me a call at Stool Pigeons, and I just I just bop down at like two o'clock in the afternoon and have some Jack Daniels and then entertain with some barman stories and hang out for an hour or two, and then head back to Stool Pigeons at like five or five thirty. Oh wow. Yeah, those were good times. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different world. All right, so bet with Bevo, 9-0-4 on the year. Bet in so- uh, soccer, one football game he got right. Uh, Atlanta United tomorrow night. I believe it's a late game, 11 o'clock. It actually showed up on the gambling sheet for Thursday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh, really? There's no game on Thursday. It's Wednesday night. Oh, oh uh, wow. Because it's it's out of Europe, so the time change. Yeah. Um. GMT, is that what they call it? I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, all GMT. the times are off on it. I've got to figure out how to change the settings. Um, I think that's everything for tonight. Yeah, we covered a whole bunch. Get out this weekend and hit any of the Spin the, spin district, the district events. Maybe, uh, we'll do a, maybe we'll do a live Barman and Bevo. If I can make it down there, I'll bring the stuff. Okay. Um, but uh, And again, I want to thank... I know, and I know Mike wants to thank everybody as well. Uh, but thank you for listening uh, these last uh, 57, 56 episodes and helping us get to 2,000 downloads. Like we said, we kind of just do it for fun anyway. And a lot of people told us, you know, it's just like hanging out with you two at the bar and you two arguing over stupid shit all, all the time. <laughs> um, or I'm you know, it'd be funny the, if we I believe just, the masters, the masters track champion. That's his direct comment. Uh, it's Mike Rundy's direct comment too. Is it? Yeah, he, when I saw him, <laughs> I saw him last. He's like, Jesus, just like listening to you two argue at the bar all night. <laughs> um, 
You know, one of these I times... I don't know what he ever heard us argue at the bar. He was too busy washing his car while he was supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> One of these times, I'm just going to show up at the bike shop and just secretly record it and then post it as a podcast episode. Yeah. No one's going to know the difference. No, what was it's, he it's exactly like the same. This is our, you and us, I arguing over my bike. Honda, Honda, Honda Civic DX. Is that what he had? That red thing he used to wash... Yeah. He used to wash right by the dumpster, uh, the dumpster doors. Yep. Okay. Well, that does it for episode fifty-six. We may be back with uh, an episode uh, from Spin the District. And, uh, who knows what we'll cover? Especially um, if Nick Luther comes down. Yeah, if Nick's there, you know, obviously we'll interview him. Hopefully, talk to John Croom um, as well. He's he's going to be around, right? Yes, he's um, around all weekend. Robert Mayfield's around all weekend. Got Patton going to be um, there? Uh, Scott Patton's in charge. Don't don't mess with the official. I won't. I won't argue with him. I won't point him out to people on purpose. <laughs> um. Yeah. So if I can get down there uh, Friday, I will. And um, it should be it should be great regardless. So please go out and support uh, Mike and his efforts. You know he does a great job organizing these events. Um. You know, in, in order for the cycling community to kind of grow the way it has in Atlanta, events like these need our, need support. So please go out and support it. Uh, and if my dad's in town, I may try and polish off some more stories with him. Oh, cool. That'd be awesome. He said he wants to do it again. I'm like, Dad, we talked about everything. He's like, no, I got more stuff. <laughs> I guarantee you Joe's got more stuff. Oh, I know he's got. I know he's got. I'm not sure if Mrs. Vendura wants to hear more stuff. But I, bet you Joe, I bet you Joe's got plenty more. So, all right. Well, that does it for episode 56. Thanks for listening. We'll be back here with you in uh, a week or so or less than a week. So thank you for listening. Thank you all. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves Yeah Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way The only way they know how That's just a little bit more Ah. Uh-huh.